Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Saturday, October 30th, 2021, and this is day 330 or 1330 of our journey together. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you and praise you and honor you above all others. Thank you so much, my Lord, for creating us in your image and giving us your breath of life. I thank you, Lord, for equipping us all with gifts to go forth and fulfill the purpose you've blessed us with, to build the kingdom of God. And I ask, Father, that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick and bless those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Man, glory to God, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's message is stay ready. We must not only get ready, but once we're ready, we need to stay that way because we don't know the day or the hour that our Lord will come for us. So we need to stay ready. And we're coming out of Luke chapter 17, verses 20 through 37. Luke 17, 20 through 37. And uh, Jesus is teaching about the kingdom of God. And And it says, Once on being asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, Jesus replied, The coming of the kingdom of God is not something that can be observed, nor will people say, Here it is, or there it is, because the kingdom of God is in your midst. So the kingdom of God, basically, it it is the beginning of the works within us. When when Jesus Christ lives in us, our, our relationship with him, that is where the kingdom of God is within us. All right. And so when we are sharing the love of Jesus with others, we're adding to the kingdom. Verse 22 says, Then he said to his disciples, the time is coming when you will long to see one of the days of the Son of Man. And he's talking about himself, Jesus. But you will not see it. People will tell you there he is or here he is. Do not go running after them. For the Son of Man in his day will be like the lightning which flashes and lights up the sky from one end to the other. But first he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. So he's talking about his death and how he will suffer for our sake and die upon that cross for us. And then he will rise, or he did rise. Verse 26 says, Just as it was in the days of Noah, so also will it be in the days of the Son of Man. People were eating, drinking, marrying, and given in marriage up to the day Noah entered the ark. Then the flood came and destroyed them all. It was the same in the days of Lot. People were eating and drinking, and they were buying and selling, planting and building. But the day Lot left Sodom, fire and sulfur rained down from
from heaven and destroyed them all. And you know, when when the rapture takes place and all the believers go to be with the Lord, so will the Holy Spirit leave as well. And uh, it will be all chaos. And and it, the first three and a half years will seem like, you know, this great political figure that that is uh, uh, going, functioning by Satan. Uh, and he will come across, he or she, as though they are going to, you know, be this great savior. And um, then it, it, it will not happen. The, the revealing will be made. Uh, the last three and a half years of the tribulation, that person will uh, let them know who they really are. And uh, they are one that would get their powers from Satan and that they will force people, young and old, uh, rich and poor, to receive the mark of the beast. And those that did not will suffer, uh, they will suffer greatly uh, and either die or be tortured to death. And yeah, it, it will not be nice, but the key would be not take that mark of the beast because if you don't, if you are here during that time, you will be still be with the Lord. Verse 30 says, it will be just like those, it'll be just like this on the day the Son of Man is revealed. On that day, no one who is on the housetop with possessions inside should go down to get them. Likewise, no one in the field should go back for anything. Remember Lot's wife? Whoever tries to keep their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life will persevere it or will preserve it. I tell you, on that night, two people will be in one bed. One will be taken and the other left. And he's talking about the rapture. Uh, and whoever is not saved will not be taken. And then he says, verse 35, two women will be grinding grain together. One will be taken and the other left. Where, Lord, they asked, he replied, where there is a dead body, there the vultures will gather. And so Jesus was quoting a a, um, proverb uh, a familiar proverb, and it was uh, pertaining to one vulture circling overhead does not mean much, but a gathering of vultures means that a carcass is nearby. Likewise, one side of the end may not be significant, but when many signs occur, the second coming is near. And we have seen many signs. So point number one. If I said to you, everyone come, come, there's there's gold under my house. Help me dig it up and I'll give you some. What would you do? Some will look at me like I'm crazy. Others will do some research and, and others would grab their shovels and come a running. And others, uh, they'll grab their shovels and come a running because their mindsets are all about materialism. What can I get for me? Or they're, they're speaking my language. I'm, 
I'm in need of money or to pay. So the people that come with their shovels to dig it up, they're in, they have the mindset of, you know what, I need this, I need that, uh, or I want these things. Uh, I have past due bills to pay, so, so this sounds perfect for me. Uh, kind of like that lottery ticket. I'm going to spend my last on some lottery tickets because I feel like, you know, if I don't get that, I'm not going to be able to live a sustainable life. These are things that will occur during the last days before Jesus's return. Mostly everything will go along as um, it normally did, except for major deception being implemented uh, through and from people and through and in situ- institutions. Uh, we usually put our trust in. So those institutions, our leadership, all that will be spewed out will be lies and deception to the point of where we don't know what to believe. Uh, and we're seeing that right now. You will go to these organizations, these people for help, uh, for whatever you know, their department is to do, and they will lie to you, deceive you, to make you feel like there's nothing they can do, or it's simply your fault. And, you know, we have to get to a point where we understand and have discernment through the power of the Holy Spirit to know the difference. If we don't have discernment and the wisdom of God, we will be fooled. We will be one of the ones with a shovel deceived running to dig up my house to find gold. Lies and deception will be the premier tools of choice by our enemy uh, to lure many into following him. And that will be Satan. That is who our enemy is. And he comes only to kill, steal, and to destroy. Point number two, I can't say this enough. The only way you will avoid deception is through your relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We build and strengthen our relationship with him through daily time with him. First thing in the morning is ideal, but if that's a challenge for you, do it when you can, just do it. Jesus spent time with God the Father early in the morning before going out into the world. So we should do the same. If Jesus did it, we certainly (laughs) should do the same. Read our Bibles. Uh, We need to uh, study. uh, One, uh, to read our Bibles. Um, I'm sorry, I can't read my own notes. One day you will truly understand the value in having uh, this great manual of God to, to learn from. I mean, everything we need to learn is in the Bible. Everything that we need to survive is in the Bible. <laughs> I mean, joy and peace and laughter is there. If you, re- if you only have one choice of a book to read, I would say choose the Bible. The word of God um, is alive and is very powerful. Understand that, that this battle we're in is not fought with flesh and blood. We need to uh, understand that this is spiritual warfare. And that is why it is important 
to equip you and for us to equip our children uh, spiritually through the word and them helping them to understand that hitting someone or beating somebody up or taking revenge and killing their family because someone harmed our family member does not change a thing. It simply uh, exacerbates the situation. Um, it, it simply uh, makes things go from worse to worse. We have to understand that this is spiritual warfare that is not fought with our fist. Uh, it is fought in the spirit. And I would encourage you to read uh, Ephesians chapter 6, starting at verse 10, or the whole chapter would be wonderful to study and read. So we must stay geared up spiritually with our helmet of salvation, our breastplate of righteousness, our belt of truth, our shoes of peace, our shield of faith, and our sword, which is the word of God. We must stay ready. This is not a time to uh, be deceived. And if you look at the news, you will see that it's hard to know what to believe anymore. But when we know the Lord, the Holy Spirit will lead and guide us and show us what we must do and what we must not do. I'll never forget when we were kids. Uh, one of the things that we looked forward to was going to the drive-in. <laughs> and when you, you got to understand, the drive-in was, uh, those of you that may not know, was going to the movies. And when we went to the drive-in, you'd go in your cars and you would pull up to like a little pole that, and, and, and you would grab this little sound the microphone off of the stand and put it, hang it on your uh, car window. Uh, and, you know, we, we would make an event of it. We would bring food and our blankets and something to drink. And, and they had a concession stand, but we would always bring our own stuff, like maybe Kentucky Fried Chicken or, or sandwiches. So when the word was out that we were getting ready to go to the drive-in, we would have our blankets ready and just waiting for my mother's boyfriend to come and pick us all up to go to the drive-in. We were all excited and we were ready. But... He would sometimes come late. Every well, I'm gonna say most of the time he would come late, and my mother was a stickler about being on time. And I don't know what else could have happened between the two of them. It might have been other things, but she would be furious if he was late. And guess what? We would not go to the drive-in. Yep, you heard me. <laughs> and so it was just devastating because. Time after time, I would say maybe about a good three or four times that would happen. And guess what would happen with me? I stopped being ready. When when my mom or he would say, we're going to go to the drive-in, I'd be like, yeah, right. Okay, to myself. <laughs> I wouldn't get ready. I wouldn't have my blanket ready because I was tired of being deceived. That's how it came across. I know they didn't really mean any harm towards us, but it it definitely uh, made me harder, <laughs> hard in my heart in that area. I didn't trust. 
I didn't trust them when they would say we're going. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. I did not get ready. And this is what can happen, you know, to us uh, as it pertains to the word of God. We can uh, fall into that trap of the deception of being caught up in uh, looking at that. And God is saying, keep your eyes on me. If we stay in his word and stay with him, we will not be deceived by people say, oh, there he is. This is him. This is it. And then it's not. All right. <laughs> uh, that is kind of one of those kind of lighthearted situations. But it is so real, y'all. It is happening right before our very eyes. And we must, we must take it serious and stay ready. Not let anything keep us from being ready to go with the Lord when he comes. Now, the very main thing is knowing him as your savior. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is the very first step and the ultimate. Then after that, getting into a church or getting with a group, you know, that is teaching the true word of God. And if you don't have one, you call me or email me. You're more than welcome. We would we would love to have you in our church family so that you are mentored and uh, someone's leading and guiding you and helping you uh, as you grow in Christ. All right. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org, and you can leave us a message there. And uh, please check out the messages uh, and share them with others. All right, Mighty Warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.